January 17th, 2027. My dearest friend Spencer, the election has been raging for seven years now. Mr. Joseph Biden and Donald Trump have both passed from old age. Nevada still counting. I don't know how much longer we can stay united as the North and South and West have all broken off in different directions. The bloodshed is extreme. Many have perished. A sex cult has formed in my yard, which you started. I appreciate that. Thank you. Needed a, a distraction. <laughs> I, I, I hope, as I've hoped for many years now, that the election ends very soon. Over the horizon, they say Pennsylvania will finally have their last ballot counted. But I don't know. But we will see if we see each other again. Yours truly, Artemis James Cobblebottom. <laughs> P.S. Get that stump looked at. It's a little bloody. So, I mean, the election might be over when this airs, but right now it's been going on forever. <laughs> I have a feeling like it won't be. <laughs> I don't, I just, I don't like it. Every day is worse than the last. And as uh, not-so-proud Pennsylvanians, it really sucks for us because it's very possible the whole, the whole election depends on what happens here. Yeah. Like what the outcome of this shitty state is. Which, could you imagine the whole country just sitting there looking at the awful state of Pennsylvania and going, oh man, they need to fucking, whatever side you want to win, they need to fucking get back in there and, and do some shit and rig some shit and do some more fraudulent voting. Or non-fraudulent voting. I don't get what's happening. I don't like it. I don't get the protests where it's like, Stop the count! Yeah. Stop the count! But then in Arizona, it, they're protesting the same same people, but they're protesting, keep counting! I don't think they were going to stop counting, yeah. just keep on counting! It's like, what is happening? Well, you know it's bad whenever, like, they had to have guards around, the, like, the places where they, like, they were counting because people were trying to get in to yeah. stop them from counting. Why is it controversial to just count all the votes? Why is that a... Well... Some people find it controversial because they know the outcome, they, they or at least the outcome they think is going to happen. It makes them very upset. It makes me get a little tickle in my pants. I don't know, Spencer, but I do know something. What's that? I've been getting some writing done. Oh, good. Let's talk about it in five seconds. Hey there, you bucks and buckaroos. What's the female buck in the term of country Texan man slang? I don't know. I just know that buckaroo, the... buckaree. Anyway, buckeye? No. Buckeye? no, no, buckeye. no, because that would be a whole f- college football team that'd be mad if you call him female deers. I would love to do that. <laughs> it would just be doe. I mean, no doe or females, but I don't know like what the southern twang version of doe is. I think it's just buckaroo. Anyway, this is the Drunk Pen Writing Podcast, the podcast where we do a terrible job of riffing on stuff like we just did. I don't know, that was, that was bad. Buckaroos. What are you talking about? I'm Caleb James, your lovable host, with me today, as with mostly every day, I guess. Lucky you. Since, since we're talking about Texas, Spencer, the Austin Ass Assaulter Church. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I knew that, that had a little sting to yeah. it when it came out of my mouth. Yet it fits just right. 
Like like most things, the saltiness is once you get it in there. I like the alliteration too. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> very very uh, Stanley, you. Yeah, I try. We are talking ten weird genres of erotica. That I feel like we need a break from life. So I also feel like we talk way too much about erotica and with for guys who've never read erotica yeah, or, or have any plans on writing any of it. Fuck it. I'm just you know. But at least it's weird erotica, so... That's, that's fair. This is from our friends at yourtango.com. So if you want to check that out, I might put it in the show notes. I don't know, I've been kind of lazy lately. We haven't been really using articles lately. We've been just fucking talking nonsense. Yeah. I have British guys do the, the work for yeah. us. <laughs> Why not? Why not? How do you laugh in British? I, I can think of French, like the... But then I don't want to be French. <laughs> Ashley needs to be here with the yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. The Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> oh, that was like fancy guy. <laughs> British fancy? <laughs> I feel like they laugh but they don't open their mouth. <laughs> Number one on this list with a, a picture of Obama. A gif, actually. Presidential erotica. If you had a Give the old in and out to one president in U.S. history. Who would it be? Uh, hmm. Just breathe it right into the mm. microphone. Maybe lift that bad boy up yeah. a little, just a, just two inches. <laughs> you're just like your your nose is right over it. You're no, not that the actual no. microphone. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's you go. good. Well, that's now, now, I got the now I broke it all. We'll match the I broke it all. Yeah, fine. Anyway, so if you had to give the old in and out to one presidential one president, one president in the history of presidents. Hmm. I don't. Uh, it's, it's tricky because you don't want to go with like an old one, like a really old <laughs> one. Like you know, Taft might have been good. It's yeah, cushion for the pushing. Uh, well, I mean, well, they say the um, uh, Abraham Lincoln might have been gay, so like maybe at least he would appreciate it. Maybe. Like you know what I mean? It wouldn't be such like because I feel like the question it's it, it's bad for both parties. Involved, like, you know what I mean? Because I'm sure whatever president I decide that I'm gonna stoop, I, I'm sure they don't want me to stoop. And I'm like, hmm. Well, didn't we have one bachelor president that they said was gay? He had a lover, uh, either James Moreau or James Madison or somebody. Yeah, I don't know if they were a handsome fellow. Not Nixon. No. <laughs> I feel like Kennedy because Kennedy was just having sex with anything. So Kennedy might have been, but he had a bad back. <laughs> I wouldn't want to like disable him. And with the disability, I wouldn't want FDR either. He's in a wheelchair. You don't want to go Washington with the with the wooden teeth. Ooh, no. And uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he had a, a very ticklish mustache, <laughs> I would imagine. I don't think this is a question we're going to solve here. No. We're going to come up Maybe with an answer. Maybe we should just kind of go back to the just, just go back to the topic. But it goes with the topic because we'll read this first and then we'll decide. From Barack and Michelle Obama exploring... Barack Obama probably shaves, at least, I would imagine. Yeah. Like, out of all the presidents, I feel like he and... Well, not Kennedy. He was in the 60s, so... Bush? <laughs> I don't think... Which that, one? I don't think either Bush is shaven. <laughs> I think they're heavy on the Bush. <laughs> From Barack and Michelle Obama exploring their forbidden desires in an ancient Hawaiian spiritual world to George Washington and Thomas Jefferson making out over the corpse of a werewolf... And these have links to them, so you will, I will have to put this in the show notes. <laughs> Presidential erotic fiction goes beyond the idea of patriotism. Whether you see it as completely disgraceful or totally awesome, the thousands of saucy stories will have you looking at our founding fathers in a whole new light. Man, 
Where would you start if you're going to read some presidential erotica? Well, uh, if I was going to read it? Yeah, like, what president would you want to see banging somebody? I wouldn't want to see the Founding Fathers having mm-hmm. the fucking lemon party. Like, that's gross. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, for some reason, I want some Grover Cleveland action. Can you imagine Reagan? Oh. <laughs> Reagan smash. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and then he was an actor, too, so he'd be good at faking it. Yeah. Well, before the, the, dis- like the, the yeah, dementia yeah. or whatever he had. Not old Reagan. That's, That's the problem. It, it had to be them when they were president, so almost all of them are old. Yeah. Two, dinosaur erotica. I've seen that some uh, some videos. I'm sure you have. I've seen some animated videos on certain websites where it's it doesn't look right. Like a whole T-Rex just missionary. Yeah. How you hold yourself up with those little arms? With titles like Taken by the T-Rex and Ravished by the Triceratops. Dinosaur erotica is all about women and men. See title, pterodactyl turned me gay. Who who attempt to kill the powerful beast but succumb to their own carnal desires instead. Oh, goodness. While the move into bestiality might be too much for some, dinosaur and other monsters, erotica has become increasingly popular in the literary field. Rawr. I wonder if the Bigfoot erotica that we talked about before is going to be on Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was going to wait until we got to the end to, to bring it up, but... Other than the hats, I really don't see what the sexual attraction of this next one could be. Garden gnome erotica. Just because they have the pointy hats and they're small. Maybe if you're into beards. Maybe. I just thought you would use them as like a fancy dildo. <laughs> Sadly, this category hasn't blown up as much as the previous two. The most popular read, Garden Gnome Sex Party, is about a woman named Jenny who is surprised to discover, to discover that when the sun goes down, her garden gnomes come out to play. I bet they do. And they know how to use those pointy red hats to please a woman. I told you. I done told you. That's where. That's the only. That, that feels schlocky then if you got to use the hat to an owl. Like, that's the first thing you think of. I think we should, uh, after this, I think we should uh, set up our very first poll <laughs> of all the stories in here, and uh, listeners and and, and viewers, is your you, favorite type of erotica? Well, no, they 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 pick a title, and <clears throat> that'd be the next book book cast book. Oh <laughs> God, that's a good idea. I might do that. Number four, airplane erotica. Yep, more inanimate objects coming to life just to do it. Oh, uh, because oh, so it's like having sex with an airplane, not on an airplane. I can't believe you even had to ask that, Spencer. Of course it's having sex with an airplane. Why would anyone have sex on an airplane when you or can have sex pl- with it? You can have sex in an airplane. No. Fuck you, I don't sit on the plane, I sit in the plane. No, this one, the plane sits on you. <laughs> in the what we hope is the only jet plane erotica out there, this sexy aircraft is also a billionaire and a blackjack card counter. I don't think it would fit in the building. <laughs> The Amazon, the Amazon description reads, The erotic tale was 4,200 words of sizzling human on gay plane action. It's got to be gay plane, too. <laughs> Including anal, blowjobs, facials, rough sex, and billionaire plane love. I, I just highlight the gay part, because how's a plane gay? How do you... What makes the plane gendered? And Well, how do you, like, how do you anal a plane? I think it's analing you. Is it, it, so it's analing you. And, but what's analing you? And then, so then you're giving the plane a blowjob. Again, I think it's blowjobbing you. 
I feel like you're not doing anything to this plane. How could you? How could it do anything to you? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't... Well, maybe we should read it. It's only 4,200 words. That's a short story. Unless if it's like, you know, like how in, like, in World War II, you, they, like, the Japanese would draw those faces on their planes, yeah. and it just, like, comes alive. I'm gay for my living billionaire jet plane. Look at the cover of that book. I kind of want to read this. It's only three bucks. That seems like a lot for... Uh, that's a short story. Yeah. Hold on. I want to read some of the... Uh, <laughs> Amazing book. Strongly recommend. Five stars. Life-changing book. Captures the nuance of love in the 21st century and really makes me feel for the characters. Okay. Feel what? Another five stars. Pure aeronautical naughtiness. I love how this... I love how this story so seamlessly conveyed the passion of a man and a machine without guilt, shame, or FAA regulations. <laughs> Why are they, like, sincere with these reviews? Uh, here's, here's one that would be more of our alley. Tears of laughter. Reading this, I laughed so hard I cried. It's also a very moving commentary on buying houses that aren't big enough for you to fit your billion billionaire-sized jet plane wings into. Highly recommend. But this next one just has plane abs. It's hard to find a story that describes the Jets' plane abs as well as Tingle does in this tale. Fantastic work. And it just goes on and on. Five-star ratings. Fuck it. I'm, can, I get not, can I get a print version? If I can get a print version, I'm buying it right now yeah. on air. I'm surprised one of the views wasn't like uh, very easy to read with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> Only get the Kindle book. Yeah. Wait. Can I do a sample? Ooh, I can. Yeah, you should be able to. Ah, uh, shit. Which one's my Android, though? I have, like, ten Androids on here. Ow, my leg! What a dick. He just <laughs> kicked me right in the femur, and now it's broken. Yeah, well... Hold on, I'm gonna read this. Shouldn't have your femur there. I'm glad... Oh, I forgot I had the consumer on my Kindle. I just stopped reading that altogether. <laughs> I read the one story in it. Come on. How do I open this, Spencer? Here we... Oh, man. Jesus. Okay. Should I just get... I'm just gonna skip to some... Some action. I want some plane abs. Where's the plane abs? Oh, God. Oh, this is weird. Okay. Oh, man. That sucked. I only get like three pages, and that's just the introduction of mm. uh, the plane. But he is talking to this plane, and it, it talks back. Well, we'll read that some other time. Not on air, I guess. Book of the month. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking. Why? Why? Who writes that, man? All right. Back to the list. I know this is a big one, and oh, I, yeah. I hate it. Oh, yeah. My Little Pony Erotica. I just feel... It's it's wrong on so many levels. Yeah. It's a kid's thing. Like, first of all, like... Yeah, which makes it creepy. Yeah. Like, those brony dudes are weird. Yeah, that that's bad enough, just being, like, a grown adult and, like, in My Pretty Ponies. Like, that's weird enough. Like, to the point of that you're, like, dressing like them and yeah. stuff. Rainbow Dash and Fluttershy are getting into more than their typical adventures in these erotic stories. I feel like this Maybe is more... Maybe we shouldn't read this article. I feel like this is more like fan fiction than yeah. anything like this one would be. Yeah, a popular category of fan fiction. My Little Pony Erotica reached a whole new level last year when an inflatable life-size sexy Rainbow Dash was created. The toy caused one brony, a subculture of adult male fans of the show, to say... This is why I'm slowly regretting becoming a brony. This community is just delving deeper and deeper into the disgusting. Well, at least I guess the bronies are, and I do remember hearing this, they don't like the porn aspect of it. Yeah. It's not like they're just really into My Little Pony. So actually the porn would sully their wholesome image of My Little Pony. I mean, I don't want to judge people. If you like My Little Pony, it seems a little weird to me, but now if you're making life-size fuck dolls of My Little Pony and stuff, that's... 
probably yeah, a little creepy. That's weird. That's yeah, a little weird. Might judge it just a little bit on that one. Now this one, I don't. I think it'd be stinky. Mummy erotica. The dead come back to life for a little action in these erotic novels. The Mummy's Gift ebook comes with complete. Well, this is a typo. Ebook comes with complete with a creepy cover and a desire to never be left alone in a lab with mummified corpses. To the corpses, so they they do stuff to you. I mean, the one plus of doing a mummy cleanup. Yeah, it's, it's a, right there. It's all rags. It's right there. Oh, this one probably hurts your soul. <laughs> Teen Titans Go Erotica. They're, t- they're teens. Come on, man. Well, I mean, well, well, especially like the Teen Titans Go, as you can see in the gift. Are like, those are children those ones. Those are very, those are very, it's not just like normal, like, Teen Titans from like the comics, like, you know, have like, yeah. they do like everything from that. It's like the really weird kid version. Another kid show taken by the grips of erotica. Teen Titans Go erotica popular among many of the fan fiction sites and message boards. Typically, the stories focus on characters who already have budding romances in the show and are treated with more romance than a kid cartoon would ever allow. That's fucking gross. Yeah. Why would you even want to be thinking about that? Even, like, the teen versions. Like, I don't... Mm. Ugh. Number eight, Lightning Bolt Erotica. Now, this one will get you charged yeah. up. Yeah. Should have said this one would be shocking. Fuck. Mm. Fuck. Sir. No. No, Caleb. <laughs> Sorry, I looked at the can. Oh, I just want to. So you just keep with that a taunt, you don't you? Sir, I just. Ooh, yeah. It's it's it keeps me in line. It's like that shitty metaphor from uh one of those cancer movies, uh fucking Fault in Our Stars, one where we always had the cigarette, but he doesn't smoke. Mm. He likes to keep keep it right there for dumb reasons. That's me. I, I keep my surge mm. there. Just the addiction. It's right there, looking at me, mm. and I just want to say it so loud. <laughs> I can't. I do you no no you don't you which don't wanna. i mean in this this episode has to be hard for you because like the whole topic oh, is just yeah. riddled with with just many surge openings for you there's so many openings especially the lightning bolt one <laughs> now we're getting into weather erotica folks and taken by the lightning bolt the focus is on a man who is for reasons unexplained humping a metal sculpture of a horse outside the denver international airport why would you need a reason for that? That's yeah. fucking normal behavior. Yeah, you mean. ever see that sculpture? I think sexy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's a demonic horse. I don't know why anyone would want to... The is like, what is that in, uh... Is it in, uh... Like, Michigan or, like, Detroit, where, like, they have, like, the bull with the big horn, or with the big balls? Or is that in New York? I have no idea. But there's a big statue that, that you get to see the ball... Mm-hmm. The bull's good balls. To, good to know. <laughs> I I think it's bull balls now. I was dry humping the solid metal back of the horse and holding up my iPhone so that I could send a picture of unsolicited to people on OkCupid. Okay. You know, Spencer, that makes me think. About? Surge. Surge. Makes me want to scream from the heavens. No, because now I'm just thinking of, like, funny lightning fucking things I could say and just scream out. Like, blurting out things is my forte, so when I don't get to blurt, like, that's when the surge jokes are the best, too, is when I just get to blurt yeah. them out, and then I pre-plan them, they suck. Number nine, woolly mammoth erotica. Not, it can't be elephants, it's gotta be woolly mammoths. Need to be furry and stinky. Appropriately titled, My Woolly Mammoth Boyfriend. This very specific erotica can show what happens when you give up on men altogether. Hint, hint, your best friend might set you up with a prehistoric animal. That sounds stupid to me. Number ten. 
Pixie Erotica. This is another one that's slightly creepy because I know yeah. people are into. I don't know if it'll be in here, but there's like a big thing online about Tinkerbell getting mm. stuck in a keyhole, and it's like they. I don't know if they just want like see her ass and her face, and they like. Well, that's a whole pump, shitty porn genre yeah. is getting stuck in things. Yeah, but like the Tinkerbell, I think was what started it. Maybe that happened. I don't even remember seeing Peter Pan. I think that happened in the movie. She's like, what creeps these like a little cartoon ass in a keyhole? It's like, yep, that's me for the next 20 that's years. It. Poor Tinkerbell. With a simple Google search, you can easily find a multitude of adult pixie stories. Everything from Peter Pan and Tink getting freaky to a full-on pixie orgy titled Pixie Tore Me a New One. Mm. Uh-huh. And that's all of them. I do feel a little icky watching that. Though at least I did get out of it surge free. So, is there anything that you took away from that that you would want to share with the people? People are fucking gross. Well, that's a little harsh. I mean, think of the porn you've probably watched. Yeah, yeah. It's the grossest thing you've ever watched that you were turned on slightly. Uh, probably already, usually you're already horned up when, <laughs> when you, you get mean, to it. You would never get to that from the start. You'd be like, ooh. But no, once, you're, oh, once you're already in that mindset. When the blood flow is completely gone, gone from your brain for like 10 minutes, you could go to some weird places. There are some rabbit holes. There are some rabbit holes. I mean, I've I was never aroused by the T Rex pornos. Those because one they animated, but sometimes you watch some of them cartoons. Oh, that's pretty nice. But then usually it's like a lot of inside action. Yeah, like that hentai. They always want to show the insides. Who wants to see the inside of a butthole? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, it's always weird. Like, it's like a three D perspective. They show you the three D, the three D inside, but will blow out all genitals. Yeah. It seems like a weird, like a real weird give and take to that. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Yeah, they always, and then they spooge so much, it just like explodes in all directions. I'm like that doesn't seem realistic. Poor lady. Any other weird erotica? Um, I'm trying to think. Like, they didn't have the Bigfoot erotica. Well, that one's probably a uh, a more known one. These seem to not be considered like, weird anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That one governor was into it or something. I feel like, and these would probably be tamer compared to that list, but I would imagine there's a lot of like fishing, whaling, not Moby Dick stuff, but like guys on boats erotica uh, or navy erotica. I feel like that'd be popular. Yeah. The airplane erotica was weird. Another that was one, almost strange enough that it kind of makes me does when I like check it out. But like, it's like yeah. how? Just I just wonder how, how you write that. Yeah, how does that story work? Now I know this was like that. Cra- I think that movie was called Crash, and there was a uh, was that a James Woods movie? I don't remember. But um, you talking about the one where it had like a whole bunch of smaller like stories that all kind of intertwined? I, I don't think I ever actually saw the movie, but it's about people who are attracted. To car crashes. Oh. They get in a car crash, and then they get all horned up and do it outside of the car crash. Oh, no. I would imagine that's an erotic genre. And then, uh, obviously, like, uh, which probably goes more into porn, is, like, amputee stuff. Like, people have a missing leg, and you're like, oh, God, that stump. And you're like, hmm. Turned on by the stump. That's good. Oh, you need people turned on by the stump. Wasn't there a uh, wasn't there a period where you would always be checking out, like, those pain Olympic videos? I found out, much to my dismay... Just recently, when I was watching uh, more Pain Olympics, um, the, the new Pain Olympics, I believe it was a Justin Wang video. Shout out to Justin Wang; he does like the internet mystery stuff sometimes, and he was doing the BME Pain Olympics. I seen all those when I was younger. People chopping their balls and stuff. Oh, apparently those are fake. Oh, yeah, did not know that. So I feel I've watched so much stuff that I don't even know what was real and what's not now. Like when I was a kid, I watched those Faces of Death movies. Yeah, one hundred percent thought that was real, and then I grew up, find out mo- that's all fake. So. Uh, yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, except for, like, the animal killing, which always fucking pissed me off. So, I, I don't know. 
But um, I've seen some gross things that I don't want to talk about on air. You're right. But as far as things that I actually was like turned on by, that's that's not any. There's no. no like I can't think of the weird. Every once in a while, a little weirdness will come in there. I'm like you know what, that'll do for tonight. <laughs> yeah. But usually, <laughs> just tonight. Yeah, yeah. Just, just not so much I seek out. But even usually, that doesn't ever really get too weird. I know, like a lot of people get into like weird, like girls smoking and stuff. I don't like that. Yeah, like, that turns me right off. I'm worried about getting burned. Yeah, or the stomp stuff, like where heels and stomp on yeah. nuts or just stepping on people or any of that, any of the weird BDSM stuff. Like, I can, I get it. Like, I can imagine if you're like a real powerful guy, you'd want to be like, probably get, because it would be taboo for you not being in power, somebody yeah. else being in power. But I wouldn't, I don't want somebody spitting in my mouth. Or, I don't ugh. think I could really get behind either, like, being the one to get it done to them or doing, or do it. Do, doing it to somebody else. Like, I just. Even if somebody's like choking me, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to, though. I'll punch you in the eye. You want to <laughs> I feel like, too, like, what if that, what if you finally do, like, you give, like, a chick or something that really wants you to choke her? Oh, yeah. So that's all. Maybe a little hair pull, but just, like, choking or something. No Ric Flair thumbs to the eye, no, no figure four leg locks. No, that just choke. That's the fun most stuff. intense thing she wants. And but you do you, it, but then all of a sudden it opens something up in you, and now you're just like, well, I gotta fucking kill you. I gotta punch that, you. I gotta elbow you. I gotta. That or you, that or then you break up with that person, yeah. and then the next person you go to fucking choke, and they're <laughs> like, what the fuck is your problem? My biggest fear when I was a young single man, <laughs> this was a legit fear. It's like, what do I do? Because you get like a good period, especially in like your early 20s or something, where you're just desperate. Oh, yeah. Like, you you just want people to like you, so you don't like if you're getting something, you're really excited. You don't want to ruin it. So my biggest fear is like, well, what if a girl wants me to like like poop on her, she yeah, wants to poop on me, or eat poop or pee? Because those both of those things just ooh, that that that's just always an instant turn off. Like it's always worried. Like what what would I do though? Like I want to poop on your chest. Because oh, then also I'm a people pleaser, so I'll probably be like, okay, and then I'll just be crying. Oh, it's okay, it's okay, you can do it. And then I hear the, and I'm like, oh. I think the worst would be hearing like that. The right hot before, air, before, yeah, yeah. The hot air comes out, the stinky air before. Ooh. And then, and then and that's just you're hoping that it's a solid. Well, the liquid, I'd be, I'd probably faint. I'd be like a fucking Bronte chick. I'd be. That or uh, what about instead instead of like it it, it on you then you go like the the saloon route and you know you just lay underneath a glass table and watch it yeah and you just you just watch it just well I would do that all the time <laughs> not for sexual reasons though like if it was just a stranger I would just do it just for the curiosity <laughs> like what does that look like <laughs> I've seen videos it's not... what's what's the worm eye view on this situation they make a special table for that where it has the hole <laughs> and it's glass. So you can go through. And I'm just like, oh, some engineer put some thought into this one. Somebody, somebody who went to school. <laughs> to make fucking make that. poop tables. I don't know how we went down this road. Oh, uh, because the episode is about. Yeah, but it wasn't the poop. There's definitely poop erotica, though. Oh, scat. I don't. That's waste, man. That goes in the toilet. Doesn't go in your mouth. You don't eat that. It's don't cocky. Play, don't play with that. <laughs> what are you doing? You see your dog eating shit in the yard. You bop him on the head. And say, "Ew, no, no, drop it." We do. You see a kid, little baby, like a toddler walking with shit on his hand. It's like, "Oh my god!" You freak out. You don't. Well, I mean, what about? Wasn't uh, that how that poop fetish starts with people? Yeah. It's like when they're a kid, they have a traumatic poop yeah. incident. 
Like you got poop Ooh. on your hand or something, and your mom freaks out, Ooh. and then all of a sudden that's in your head. Well, like, well, that's how they say, like, a lot of kind of, like, fetishes happen. It's, like, weird incidental things like that. But, I mean, like, how often do you, like, um, you know, you yeah, just go into the bathroom and you get, like, uh, you know, you go in a little bit too hot and the finger goes through the toilet paper and you're just like, ah! Oh, 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 it's, oh it's under the nail! It's under the nail! <laughs> that's, the, that's the worst when it gets, that's why I make my nails short, because I bite my nails, too. So that's, that could be a no-go. That is the worst, though. Or when you didn't realize that happened, and then you look at like random toilet paper, you just pull off, and you're like, hey, there's shit all over. <laughs> like there's poop all over the toilet paper. What? Like the, I just pulled off somebody shit, especially in a public restroom. Like somebody shit all the toilet paper, and then you look at your hand. No, it's mine because it's smeared up your hand or something. Like one of those ones that gets high cheek that you didn't know. <laughs> That's awful. We've really devolved. Yeah, how much of this are we gonna have to cut? None. We'll cut all the surge cards. <laughs> Here, let's let's bring it slightly higher. All right, higher brow. High brow. Not high brow at all. Just higher. Our brow. eyes are closed now. They're squinted. P. Hmm. I don't want to get mean, peed on, but I. Better. Can, it's I, better. If, but if there was a choice, yeah. If there's a choice, because like P, you'd easily just take like a towel mm. and just like, okay, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to like bathe really good when I get home, but at least like I get the majority off of it. You know what? This might be sounding really weird. I feel like I would get, I would rather get peed on than somebody like loogie in my mouth. Like, like spit and boogers really gross. No, when you say get peed on, it's like on my chest or something, or even on my face, but not in the mouth or, and not asparagus pee. I was going to say, because like, oh, like peed on the leg or spit in the face or spit in the mouth, I'd probably take. A pee on the leg, probably. I don't know. I didn't know the spitting in the mouth was such like a popular thing until like uh, that stupid WAP song came out. She has like the one line in there about something, something spit in my mouth, and then people online were just like, "That's they're fine with that stuff. They just love it." And I'm like, I must be missing out. I don't want to mm. sit there. like. I mean, if it was just like fresh spit, I was just like the loogies, especially. Yeah, when they're like, <sighs> I think what uh, I when think, you when you have to bring it up, yeah. I think what uh, scarred me, and it was the opposite of getting a kink, um, when I was a kid, I was watching Jerry Springer, and they had this fucking hillbilly cup on, on there, <laughs> and they kept spitting or throwing up in each other's mouths, and that, like, for some reason, really disturbed me, and then ever since, like, that, like, that two girls, one cup was, like, torture for me. <laughs> it it was not been good. It wasn't the poop eating. Like, <laughs> like the poop eating... I don't even know if that was real poop, but the poop eating wasn't what actually grossed me out, really. It was when they were spitting it back into each other's mouths. I was like, oh, that's just icky. <laughs> oh, spitting. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking it uh, you're not a huge fan of the uh, the snowballing from uh, from Clarks? Uh, whenever that shows up on a, f- a cinema film I'm watching, one of those high-end films that all have the same intro music, I get very... I just turn it off. Or just like... It's like when the guy's face comes on real quick and it's like real like, who's the editor on this? <laughs> they show the undershot, but it's like 90% ass and balls. <laughs> and it's just barely what you would want to see. Like, who is this for? I feel like the, either I'm the wrong audience or they're really missing the ball on this shot. Maybe. No, I guess they're not missing the ball. <laughs> too much Maybe them. it's one of those like... Um, they weren't planning on doing that scene, but the guy fucking shaved his undercarriage. He's like, we'll fucking shoot in the scene. I fucking shaved you. It's in my contract. You have to give me a solid minute of undercarriage. 
<laughs> it can be at once, or you can split, you can cut it up, but it's. A- and for some reason, too, when they have a scene like that, the guy always has, like, the biggest, reddest fucking, like, fucking pimple on his leg or ass. <laughs> like a big ingrown hair. It's just something to just fucking <laughs> draw your attention like, away. Something that you had to put your thumb over the screen to cover it. He was like, oh. <laughs> I hate that. Or there'd be like a scene where a chick's getting railed and it's like, oh, this is all right. But then, but then there's just like some off white thing on like her butthole or something. It's like, what is some, some little piece of like cream or something? It's like, is that lotion? What is that? <laughs> Why is it caramel color? Ew. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. But yeah, that pimple that shows up in most videos now because the de- the quality's gotten better. Yeah, you can't hide that stuff anymore. I don't like it. Well, I'm just saying the video quality for amateur stuff has gone up, and now it's extra disgusting. Anything you want to add to this conversation? <laughs> I feel like we should just end it. Yeah. It's getting gross. One more thing. I feel like we've gone for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> One more thing. You know what? No. No, it's too far. It's too God, God damn, damn far. far. Maybe if we had a Patreon, then we could have we, this could be something we could put on the Patreon. The too far stuff. We'll see so that how we, people respond to this episode. So like, if people get offended, they at least get paid to get offended. Folks, if you want us to start a Patreon where we have our fart porn discussions, I, uh, gas mask fart porn, Brazilian gas mask fart porn. I'm just trying to think of all the things uh, Stan's dad on that one episode <laughs> the internet goes down. <laughs> like all the things he was looking up. You can check out our work on drunkenpenwriting.com. You can go on Twitter and tell us how disgusted you are with us, which I wouldn't blame you, at Drunk Pen Writing, Instagram, and the Facebook at Drunk Pen Writing. And if you want to review us on whatever app you're using, that would be appreciated too. Um, until next time, keep it classy. That's the message of this episode, right, Spencer? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely classy. Keep it classy, not gassy. <laughs>